what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. A lot of people are popping pills today. A lot of Christians are popping pills today because they're anxious because of some little sin that's going on in their life and they don't want other people to know about it and they're scared to death they're going to get caught and they're slipping around taking a drink. The Lord can set you free today. He died on Calvary to set you free from sin. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Bibles this morning. Would you turn with me please to the book of First Kings. The book of First Kings chapter 22. First Kings chapter 22. Move down if you will to verse 19. First Kings 22 verse 19. And Micaiah said to Ahab, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said on this manner, And another said on that manner, And there came forth a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And the spirit said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him. And prevail also, go forth and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. And I want to stop right there and use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes. A lying spirit. Ahab has just invited Jehoshaphat to join him in battle to take back the city of Ramoth-Gilead. The Syrians were supposed to have restored this city some three years earlier, but instead they had built it into a fortress. And Ahab wanted them gone, so he invited Jehoshaphat, king of the southern kingdom of Judah, to come and join him in battle to take this city back. And Jehoshaphat, before deciding one way or the other, he told Ahab, let's inquire of the Lord concerning this. Ahab gathered all of his prophets together, 400 of them. These were false prophets. And he asked them, saying, 
Shall we go up to take Ramoth Gilead, or shall we forbear? And they all with one accord begin to say, Go up and take it, for the Lord has delivered it into your hand. One of those prophets made some iron horns, and he's running over here to this side and running back over that side, and he's screaming and yelling, and thus with these shall you push the Assyrians away, and all of this. And Jehoshaphat sitting there watching all of this. He knew something won't right. And he spoke up to Ahab and said, Don't you have a prophet of the Lord beside these? Jehoshaphat had sense enough to know that these men weren't of God. The sad thing about it is a lot of church folks today can't tell the difference. That's the sad thing about it. Ahab said, yes, there's one prophet. His name's Micaiah, the son of Imelah, but I don't like him. I hate him. He don't ever say anything good concerning me. And I just don't like him. But he went ahead and brought Micaiah in. And as the officer brings Micaiah in, the officer tells him, warns him, urges him, you better give a good word to the king. Don't you ain't going to like what's coming. And I like what Micaiah said. 1 Kings 22, verse 14. What the Lord says, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Glory to God. What the Lord says, that's what I'm going to say. God give us preachers today that will say what thus saith the Lord. God give us preachers today with a backbone of a Texas saw log that'll preach this gospel of Jesus Christ whether hell likes it or not. I am so sick and tired of the sissies, limp-wristed, prancing around, tiptoeing through the tulips, cotton candy, cream puff, lollipop, preaching preachers that are scared to death they're going to offend somebody. God give us preachers today that'll preach this gospel so few preachers today are preaching the gospel. It's pitiful. I had a man to tell me the other day, he said, Brother James, I visited a church. I sit there for one hour. And the preacher, when he got up to preach, he never opened the Bible. He said, I don't even remember if he ever even quoted a scripture or not. He never even mentioned the name of Jesus while I was there. Now, you, you think of that. Jesus told the church at Laodicea, the church of the last days, he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Jesus is no longer in the center of the church where he needs to be, but he's standing outside the church knocking, trying to get in. So little preaching of the gospel today. We don't even know what the gospel is anymore. What is the gospel? The gospel is Jesus Christ born of the Virgin Mary. He was able to live a perfect life. He kept the Ten Commandments. He kept the law of God perfectly. 
And not only did he satisfy the law of God, he satisfied the broken law of God, which demanded death to all who broke the law. And Jesus Christ went to a cross, died an agonizing, painful death for the worst of crimes ever committed. He died on that cross and shed his blood for you. He died on that cross and shed his blood for me. Oh, but it doesn't stop there. They placed him in a tomb. But that tomb with that stone rolled in front of it could not hold him. Death could not hold him. Hell could not hold him. Demon spirits could not hold him. Satan could not hold him. Because on the third day, he came forth out of that tomb. Glory to God. Victorious over death, hell, and the grave. And now... Jesus Christ is seated by the right hand of the Father, and He makes intercession for you and I. And for every person who will place their faith in Jesus Christ, who He is, the Son of God, and what He did, died on Calvary's cross and rose from the dead. God will forgive their sin. Oh, glory to God. He will forgive your sin. He will justify you. He will sanctify you. He will fill you with the Holy Ghost. He will write your name down in the Lamb's book of life. Glory to God. That is the gospel. So little of that is preached today. He died on the cross for our sins. Sin. The judgment of God against sin, hell, burning there forever. People don't like to hear that. That's the part that offends people. And i tell you something else that offends people. It offends most church people, sadly and regrettably, when you start saying that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. That offends people. But that's the book. That's the Word of God. Jesus said, No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He's the door. He's the way, the truth, and the life. You can have eternal life today if you'll place your faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary. Micaiah said, what the Lord says, that's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to tell you, Micaiah offended the king. I mean, he... Shelled it down and told it like it was. Look at verse 17, 1 Kings 22, verse 17. He said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. In other words, Israel is going to be defeated. It was a word of judgment. Israel is going to be defeated. Let me tell you this. No one... And I mean no one has ever played the devil's game of sin and won. Did you hear me? Let me say it again. No one has ever played the devil's game of sin and won. He went on to say, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no Master, in other words, Ahab, you're going to die. How many of you want to go to a doctor this week and the doctor tell you that you're going to die? I mean, anybody, no, no, I don't see no hands. 
Nobody wants to hear those words. You're going to die. But the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death. And it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. People don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. I don't like hearing that. I don't like preaching that. Oh, but let me flip the coin over. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You can have life today. Glory to God. Micaiah went on to say, latter part of verse 17, he said, let every man return to his house in peace. Peace is available to all who will accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. That whole verse was judgment, but then right behind it, he said, you can have peace if you'll turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Another word for turn around is repent. Repent. That's another message you don't hear in the church today is repent. Turn from your wicked ways and turn to the Lord. Repentance. Let every man return to his house in peace. If you'll accept Jesus Christ as your Savior today, he'll give you peace and you won't have to take those pills for anxiety anymore. Did you hear what I said? A lot of people are popping pills today. A lot of Christians are popping pills today because they're anxious because of some little sin that's going on in their life and they don't want other people to know about it and they're scared to death they're going to get caught. They're scared to death they're going to get busted. So they're popping pills and they're slipping around taking a drink and they're doing other things. The Lord can set you free today. He died on Calvary to set you free from sin. You can have it. It's yours. The price has already been paid. You've just got to believe it. Claim it. Receive it today. All right. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about this conference that goes on in heaven. 1 Kings 22, verse 19. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. No matter who is in the White House, God is still on his throne. Glory to God. God is still on the throne. And all the hosts of heaven are standing at attention to do whatever he says. God is still on the throne. Glory to God. We learn something here. As we read through these verses, and we might get to it today, we might not. I don't know yet. Depends on what the Lord gives me to say. Depends on if my phone rings or not. I don't know. <laughs> but we learn here in these verses that all decisions as it regards this earth, all decisions are made in heaven first. Nothing happens in this world without it going across God's desk 
first. You see, some people, some Christians, they read the passage over there where Paul said that Satan is the prince and the power of the air. And he is. But Satan's not running the show. Are you hearing me? Satan's not running the show. He's not calling the shots. Now, it may look like it when you look at what's going on in Washington. But Satan ain't calling the shots. He can't do no more than what God says he can do and what God allows him to do. Now, some of you have never heard this before. Some of you are already going to know what I'm talking about. But for those of you who don't, prepare yourself. You might have to take what I'm about to say and put it up on the shelf and think about it a little bit. But Satan and demon spirits have access to heaven. Job chapter 1 and chapter 2. We read there where the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also to present himself in heaven. Satan in heaven. You know, it's amazing. I know some good folks, but they didn't make it. I ask them, are you saved? I sent my kids to school. I didn't ever run around on my wife. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. And Brother James, I have you know I go to church every Christmas and Easter. I'm a good man, Brother James. But I just don't know all about that Jesus being the only way to heaven. I just don't know about that. They didn't make it. And they're in hell now. Your good works won't save you. Only faith in Jesus Christ will save you. Satan has access to heaven where some good folks that we thought went there. You're going to be surprised. I think all of us are going to be surprised when we get there. You're going to walk up to some folks, you're going to be like, Hi, in the world did you get here? <laughs> Some are going to come up to you and say, how in the world did you get here? <laughs> if you get there, my friend, it's going to be all because of what Jesus did and none of what you did. Your part in all of this is to keep your faith maintained in Christ, who he is and what he did at Calvary. But Satan has access to heaven. Demon spirits have access to heaven. We see it here. In 1 Kings 22, there's a demon spirit that comes before the Lord. We'll get to that in a minute. And some of you are like, I don't know about that, Brother James. I just don't know about the devil being in heaven and demon spirits. And that, That's Old Testament, Brother James. How about the New Testament? Well, go over to Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12, verse 7. The Bible says there was war in heaven. See, y'all don't think about there being war in heaven. You think of heaven being a peaceful place, a place of rest, a, a place where I won't cry no more, no more pain and sorrow and all that. But the Bible plainly tells you there in Revelation 12 that there was war in heaven. 
Now that just blows some of his theology all to pieces right there. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. Notice that. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. Satan has a place in heaven. Demon spirits have access, a place where they can go and present themselves before the Lord. But there's coming a point in time in the not-too-distant future when God said, that's enough. And their place will be no more in heaven. Revelation 12, verse 9, And the dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. This will happen sometime around the midpoint of the great tribulation period. And some of you are probably still like, well, Brother James, I just don't know about the devil being in heaven. Well, just, just put it up there on the shelf and just think about it, ponder over it, pray about it. The Lord will show you. But these spirits, they have access to heaven. Let's get back to this conference that's going on in heaven. This demon spirit is there. And he hears the Lord say, 1 Kings 22, verse 20, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? Hmm. This whole conversation had to deal with the death of a man in leadership. This is just one recorded instance. How many other similar conversations have gone on in heaven about the death of those in leadership? I wonder, these conferences, these conversations that go on, in heaven is it just limited to those in leadership how about you and i is there a conference going on in heaven right now as it pertains to your time of death has there already been a conference pertaining to your time of death that's something to think about, my friend. We never know when our time is coming. And it pays to be ready. And I feel like this morning there's some of you listening to me by radio right now. You say, Brother James, I don't know if I'm ready or not. You can be ready. You didn't flip across that channel this morning by chance. God placed you there. I'm going to pray a sinner's prayer right now. And if you're listening to me this morning by radio, perhaps you might be here in the service today. If you were to die today, you don't know where you'll spend great eternity. You can know. I'm going to pray a prayer right now. And I want those of you here in the church to pray it along with me, if you will. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear God in heaven,
I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus. I'm sorry for my sins, the life I've lived, the things I've done. Please forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me with your precious blood. You said in your word that if we'll believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths the Lord Jesus and whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And right now, I believe and I have called upon your name. I believe in what you did at Calvary's cross. And right now, I believe that I am washed, I am cleansed, I am saved. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. I'm believing this morning that there are some of you listening by radio. You prayed that prayer with me and you meant business with God. If you prayed that prayer with me this morning, give me a call. We'd love to hear from you. 252-299-4234. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you, talk with you a little bit. I'm sorry I didn't finish with the message today. Come on back next week and we'll finish it out. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.